0: I have just turned on all three mics, so I'm going to do that test we did again. <laughs> did you not turn them on? Tim, what do you think about that?
1: Well, Dan, um, I have in my time given many a tedious explanation about how something that someone's got no interest in works. and um, You've made your
2: point succinctly, Phil. <laughs> yeah, that was true of the point when, when we hung out on Saturday and made beer. You explained every facet of making beer. He does that? Precisely.
0: Beer's interesting. Uh... Just not when Tim explains it Do you know what? What? Season 2 episode 3 of Faces for Radio I'm Danny Lenahan
1: I'm Phil Close And I'm Tim McEwan.
0: I want to say what I was going to say at the start, just before you made us do the whole restart thing again. I've changed the bylaws and the constitution of faces for radio.
2: This is wholly unfair, by
0: the way. Under protest. Not unfair. It's it's necessary as a result of what's happened. Are you
1: sure you're going to keep them this way? Because I will need to um, get a new etch out and, uh, and, and carve them into stone.
0: Bylaws and constitutions can be changed. It's yeah, but it's I, it's a fluid it's a fluid concept at the moment. I, I but it's necessary for this series that, that um only in You just woke Siri up Jesus Christ she's sensitive. <laughs> it it's it, the point is this only in the circumstance whereby Tim both you and I are dead and should Phil be able to extrapolate handwritten permission from us in both Swahili and Portuguese, <laughs> post-mortem, will he then be allowed to recommend a movie for this show?
1: And only then on Tuesdays. On a leap year Tuesday. On the 29th of February. Once every millennia. you are looking hurt, but you you've done? got a bad history of film choices. No, you, come
0: on. you've chosen the last two films. Bird Box was bad, right? I mean, we Tim got some crap for that. And then you chose... I O and And I under, I accept your reasons yes. for doing it. But, you know, the, I can forgive that because you went, it was definitely the trending thing. Uh, Netflix it was definitely, tricked me for sure. Th- it was definitely the Netflix movie yeah. of the moment.
2: We accepted that. That's underhanded marketing by Netflix.
0: And then you turned around to the two of us and you said, um, that's why I had to switch it off and watch another movie straight afterwards. So I watched Close. Okay. So and what you failed to say was, and at the end of watching Close, I felt like, Cutting off my own genitalia with a rusty fucking
2: spoon. No, see, what you have to what you have to remember is you have to put it in context. Okay, so I had just watched I.O., literally, finished watching it and then put close on. In comparison to I.O., Close was an amazing movie. I fundamentally disagree. Excellent. You didn't you didn't watch it straight after I.O. though.
1: So, um, Dan, look, I, I hate to speak up in defence of, of anyone really, but um for the viewers at home, I must speak up in defence of Listen Philip on this um, on this particular occasion, because I haven't watched close this week. The, the last couple of films I've watched on Netflix have been very poor. So I thought, actually, I can't remember watching a film on Netflix and thinking that was really worth it. The, for, first, the I, Foreigner. The Foreigner was good, yeah, I'll, I'll mm, give you that one. That but, was a good film. Was mm-hmm. it a Netflix film? Yeah, it was, yeah. But I went through some of the big-budget movies and looked up some of the statistics on them, from... Um, Specifically, ah. the Rotten Tomatoes aggregate score of reviews.
0: I like statistics. Do you know what statistics say? If you stick your head in the oven and your feet in the fridge, on average, you're comfortable.
2: Unless they're in different rooms.
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> in which case, you'd have been sawed in half. Exactly. Lasting. Okay, so... Um, Go for it, there's an interesting McHugh. There's an interesting trend developed here. So these are a number <laughs> of movies that I've watched on Netflix with their Rotten Tomatoes scores. Okay. which is an aggregate of all the reviews. So Tau, which was a film about a computer in a house with some hostage in it.
2: Oh, yeah, I've not watched
1: that.
0: 18%. Oh. Bright. Is this? Sorry, is the, percent, the higher the percentage, the better the movie, the lower the percentage, the worse the movie. Is that correct? Y- yes,
1: yes. In the common way that percentages work.
2: <laughs> you know, the higher, the better, the lower, the...
1: Understood. Okay. But I didn't know if it was 18% out of 20. Well, 18% well, is I'm from joking. the French poisson, isn't it, of 100 <laughs> What? Yeah. Every
0: day's a school day with Tim. You're such a geek.
1: Well, there you go. Anyway, carry on. Um, Bright, the big budget one last year with Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, Smith, yeah. I was so excited about that movie because it was Middle Earth carried on into a modern world drivel. 26% that got.
2: Well, Um, still better than tell. Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, my God, that
0: was rubbish. The first Cloverfield film was crap, though. That wasn't Netflix, was it? No, No, they were all...
1: Drivel at nineteen percent. Mm. Wasn't, wasn't that a J? Wasn't that a JJ Abrams? It was the yeah. Cloverfield. That was poor.
0: To be fair, JJ like Abrams is is very much he's very much about the visuals, though, isn't he? He's every film he's ever worked on looks stunning.
2: Yeah, but Cloverfield was like Godzilla shot by the person that did Blair Witch Project. You didn't even see the monster.
1: Hmm. You did. No, you didn't. You saw a glimpse of it. Ah, oh.
2: it was. Who dribble? watches the monster movie to see a glimpse? No,
1: glimpse? Just To continue the list, excuse me,
0: I watched a planetary movie just to see a glimpse of a moon <laughs> for a map for a tiny telescope.
1: Do you want to hear the snippet of review I saw for uh, io? Yeah, go on. Go on um, man. it isn't science fiction styling distilled as much as vaporized. <laughs> mm. That's fairly cutting. Uh, what else has it gone there? Mute, which is a cyber future effort, 20%, Annihilation got 40%. Uh, Annihilation, the Natalie one. Portman one. Yes, uh, have you seen it? Yes, is... just, just don't, just yeah. don't. It's three quarters of a film of build-up to a no ending. Um, how it ends with Forrest Whitaker, no less, fifteen percent. Wow! In fact, the only film I could find that got a decent score at all, Well, there was two. Was Mo- the one they made of the Jungle Book, which was Mowgli. They Mowgli, fifty-two. I really like that. And Outlaw no. King with um, what's his face out of Star Trek. Chris Pine, and that's because he does, as Robert the Bruce that's because that he does
2: a full Monty nude scene doesn't he I don't, that wasn't my takeaway from it it was really, probably yeah. the majority of those scores were what, women.
1: What, what score did that get uh, that got sixty three percent there you go oh. uh, it was um
2: that was a todger score <laughs> <laughs> and he only got sixty three percent i'd I've be pic- ashamed at that I've pixelated that scene
1: in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: So that was your
0: homework for this evening, was it? You've come in having read a bit of Wikipedia about what the percentages are on the shittiest films
1: on the planet. It just made me think that, actually, Netflix are spending a lot of money making some very, very bad films. Do
2: you know what, though? They make some decent TV series, though.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But
2: their movies just seem to be sorely lacking. I mean, a couple spring to mind, so Altered Carbon was was a good TV show.
0: Oh, I got so bored of it.
2: Okay, uh, Designated Survivor. Yeah, I again. That's a great Netflix Netflix The first movie. series was absolutely brilliant. Shooter? The second
0: series, uh, Shooter was um, Shooter got canned. It got too complicated. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Have you seen the film, Mark Wahlberg?
2: Yeah, very. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it as much as the TV show.
0: Oh, I thought the Mark Wahlberg film was really good, and I and I really liked the TV show up until about you get to about two episodes before the end, and at that point, I was just looking at it going, I just don't know what's happening.
1: And do you know what was wrong with Shooter as the TV show? Um, there was only about three scenes in it that involved him shooting with a sniper rifle, which was the, the the central pillar. No, there was loads. of the whole story. No, there wasn't. There was, there like was loads. two or three.
0: I don't remember. I do remember thinking, I'm not going to watch the second series.
1: Well, we started watching the second series, and it wasn't good.
0: I'm I'm really struggling with focus on um, series at the minute. Like there's there's so many there's like I I haven't bothered to watch the sixth series of Homeland. I love the first five, um, but I just can't bring myself to watch it. I tell you what I have watched recently, which you're gonna laugh at me for, I watched all five series of Merlin. <laughs> yeah. All five series of Merlin. Back to back. You know that was made about, for kids, right? Yeah, I don't care. It's awesome. Okay.
1: We we watched that on a Saturday tea time. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, while eating dinner.
0: Do you know what I did notice is the first series was very red dwarf insofar as the sets were made out of cardboard and they did it for six quid a show. And then you get to season two and things are picked up a bit. And by the time you got to season three, it was like we were in Hollywood eighteen like 18 million pounds an episode. It was massive difference.
2: Well, you've just mentioned a great TV show right there. Red Dwarf. What a, what a great TV show. Oh yeah. What a great TV series. Timeless. Everybody's dead.
1: Dave.
2: <laughs> okay. I just wanted to talk because I've just recently got a new car uh, in the space of two days. Right. I had a you didn't tell us about this, by the way. No, I didn't I, even tell my wife about it. <laughs> we, so we were talking on Friday yeah. quite specifically
0: about our first cars and what we've yeah. got now. Yeah, that was dull. And on Friday, yeah, it was. It was an hour long <laughs> and I deleted the whole lot. <laughs> but you, you, I'm just making this point now because I think there needs to be a record of the fact that last Friday you said, oh yeah, my Audi S5, 340 brake horsepower. 384. That's not what you said on the podcast.
2: Oh, uh, I was drunk.
0: There is that. We were quite drunk. I had to come <laughs> back in on yourself. Sunday and tidy up. And it was more of a mess than you could possibly have imagined. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, anyway, so you said it was whatever it was, horsepower to four wheels. Yeah. And then the day before yesterday, what day is it today?
1: It's Thursday.
0: Okay, so when did we get the text from Phil that said, I've just got a new car? Tuesday.
1: Tuesday, and he picked it up on Wednesday.
0: And we saw him on Saturday. Yeah.
1: And he never mentioned it at all? Never
0: mentioned it at all. I didn't know about it until Monday. And we talked about it on Monday because we were going to do a podcast on Monday and then Tim blew us out because he had work stuff to do. But there was a conversation happening.
2: Yeah, but I got, I got the email from Audi inviting me into the showroom at like 10.30 in the evening.
0: You're a salesman's dream, aren't you?
2: Why? Because you got an email when I'm bored new car. <laughs> no, because I approached them. No, you said you got an email from them. Did yeah, you? because I emailed them first. When did you send them an email? All right, okay. So it's it's an ongoing thing. Okay. My S five was awesome, without doubt. Okay, but very soon after getting it, several things were evident. The luggage compartment was laughable. <laughs> In that, you once don't once buy an
0: S five for a luggage compartment. Well,
2: when you've got a family of four with two teenage children. You kind of need luggage space.
0: Well, you don't. You just leave the kids at home. Okay,
2: that leads me into, into point number two. The the space uh, in the rear for the, the passengers at the back was incredibly tight. Do you like a big rear? Because I like a tight rear. I like rear. a tight rear. <laughs> <laughs> but really? not when it's my car.
1: Phil, how many miles a year do you do?
2: Uh, about
0: 10,000. He's going to do to you what, what he did to me. This is just going to annoy you.
1: So, um, how much more money did you spend on the new car than the old one? Zero. So, your payments are the same. Yeah. You didn't put any money in. No. How
0: old was the old car? Uh, it was coming up for 2 years old. And how old's the new car? Uh, brand new. So it's brand new. Yes. So Yes, it's a brand new one. So yeah. in 2 years of depreciation, yeah. Your price your car stayed the same well, price. Well, because
2: I'd paid 14 months worth of my um my uh, finance agreement as well. So, you know, I'd I paid off a large chunk of it because of how it how it works. You pay off the interest first over the depreciation. Understood. So because the vehicle was still worth, I mean, they gave me 30 grand for my car as a trade-in after me having it 14 months, which is actually pretty good. But how much did you pay for it in the
0: first place? I paid about 43 in the end for it. Okay, so you've had a car, it's cost you £13,000 a I pretty much year.
2: depreciated about a £1,000 a month when I've had it. Okay. So that's not too bad. Mm.
1: That's a lot of money. It's yeah, a thousand pounds. Yeah,
2: but it's not. It's not too bad in the grand scheme of like you know chopping in one Audi for another. Okay. Continue with your calculation, Timothy.
1: Well, actually, uh, because there's no price differential, I have no material to mock him with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we, we so we made beer on Saturday, right? We did make beer okay. on Saturday. All right observation i made while we were making beer is very interesting in the dynamic you two have in your beer making process what dynamic in, was this Phil? insofar as dan's like a bull in the china shop whereas tim is so precise he was surgical tim is refined and it is very interesting to watch the two collide in the middle of the shed.
0: actually it works for us so we we, we <laughs> the last few brews we've done I've done a recipe, you've done a recipe... I mean, Dregs of Humanity is probably the best beer we've ever made, and that was basically what we had left in the box, wasn't it? Hence the word dregs. And hence 12%. We could have just added more water to that, to be fair. We
1: could have added more water to it, but it wouldn't have seen as funny.
0: I wouldn't... I don't think I'm... I'm a little bit... uh haphazard. No, 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 is not right. Cause, because... how, how many timers did you set correctly, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually... Actually, that's a first. Tim, have we ever not set a timer? No, we've, we've never, never missed forgotten. a timer before. No, but and and Tim set his timer for 10 minutes, and I set it for 11 minutes and 39 seconds. Which one sounded more authentic?
1: <laughs> Yours sounded more made up. It yeah, no,
2: yeah. <laughs> sounded more precise.
0: Well, that's the point, see? Yeah,
2: and so, the other observation, I mean, because <laughs> I, I was sat there for quite a long time watching the process, and Mr McEwen was moaning at you, Dan that you hadn't cleaned anything. Yeah, constantly. And the funniest thing ever was watching you clean something and then watching Tim come across and re-clean it because he wasn't quite confident that you cleaned it enough. <laughs> He's a twat.
1: <laughs> I have been, <laughs> been told him to say this.
0: Is it? T- uh, no, I'm no, calling no, you I, a no, twat. No, I'm calling you, you're a twat. I know how to clean. <laughs> Before you even turned up, the two of you, right, that whole side was so covered in mould I had taken all the vessels off, scrubbed it all down. I had done my fair share of cleaning. He did nothing but moan that he was doing all the cleaning, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It's ridiculous. With wet feet. <laughs> and and at any point, Phil, while he was cleaning, was I standing
2: around doing nothing? Uh, no. No, not really. There but are but tasks to be done, Timothy. But Just because you I,
0: can't I, see the elbow grease going in doesn't mean it's not greased.
2: But the other interesting thing I took away from it as well was, how many times have you brewed, Tim? Um, ten or twelve. Something. Okay, how many times have you got your feet wet? Every oh, single time. Much every so time. why the fuck did you wear fabric trainers? To I know, brew that's what beer. I said to him,
0: and he turned up I and mean, I went, "Let me do all the stuff outside because I've got my wellies on." Yeah. That's what I said to him. Even I, I, even I had waterproof walking shoes on. The last four brews, <laughs> the last four brews, we've had exactly the same conversation. It, it and actually, we should have learned from the first time. The first time we ever brewed with the vessels, right? Do you remember yes. what happened with the heat exchanger?
1: what well, when the pop top the top popped off it yeah. and scalding hot beer scalding
0: hot beer straight into my fabric trainers nice. i really badly burnt my feet really badly and we both said at the time ow i think actually was what i said first and then
1: <laughs> i i think you did say ow quite loud yeah
0: and uh, and then we said we need to wear correct protection so for the next brew we both wore condoms <laughs> i would like to talk about the nhs
2: okay I have very little experience with
0: the NHS. Yeah, um, mine's <laughs> increased further this week. Have they named a wing of the Bedford Hospital after <laughs> you? <laughs> <laughs> Such dicks. And you know, I watched Unbreakable last night as
1: well. Biopic. And
0: I remember it. I remember it being a good film and I watched it last night and it isn't.
1: It's very tedious. It's very it's slow. Interesting oh, that God. we've watched it as well. Kate Kate and I have watched it um, within the last two weeks because we, we quite fancied going and watching the Mr, Mr. Glass movie.
0: Yeah. Is that still um, like Shyamalan Mammogram? Yeah, um, Shyamalan, Shyamalan Ding Dong. Um, Shyamalan Mammogram's
1: better. <laughs> we watched it and, and Kate says, does it get any faster, Dad? And I was like, "No, well, I don't remember it being this dull, but it is just it is. tedious. Absolutely. I mean, you, you've got this great idea of a guy that survives a train crash Mm-hmm. being chased by this um Mr. Glass arch enemy but you only find out at the end spoiler alert Um I'm sure everyone's seen it and there's the opportunity for it to be absolutely amazing
2: but we've said this before in the past we've said that M. Night Shyamalan Ding Dong's movies started off great and progressively got worse and well, worse and worse to the point where now they're just dreadful I,
0: and I, well not all of them I mean look you're right he's I think he's just look he's. he feels like he's just getting a paycheck now, doesn't it? But the the thing about, um, I actually noted this down yesterday. I'm going to ask you both a question. How long before the end of the movie did Bruce Willis's character start to avenge evil, start to go out? 12 minutes before the
1: end. It's it, It's certainly in the last act of the it's movie. 23 minutes yeah.
0: before the end of the movie is the first time he goes, all right, I'm going to test this theory. And I was like, I've been watching this for an hour and 40 minutes.
2: But that's quite an important bit, isn't it? Because then you find out that his, his weakness, his kryptonite, is water.
0: Well, you find that out a bit earlier than that, actually, because they're talking about that when he's at the school. Mm. Um, and, and yes, but then you see that scene where he falls yeah, into the where pool. where he nearly drowns, yeah. well, on top of the uh, pool. To cover. be fair, that's I it, don't yeah. think that's a kryptonite. I think anybody falling on top of a pool cover <laughs> at night, in the pissing rain, is likely to suffocate underwater.
1: Yeah. It begs the question, why are pool covers allowed? That is a very good point because I've seen Lethal Weapon too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes.
2: Diplomatic immunity.
1: Diplomatic immunity.
2: Diplomatic immunity.
1: <laughs> when they have the cathedrals based on our radio show, <laughs> we start podcast, to sound like Bill and Ted. Um, do you think the congregation will just argue about everything? Yes. I think
2: so too that'd be one of the, the basic basic edicts of the church
1: do you think they'll be like the they'll shall
0: argue actually the, the hymn books will just be full of contrary pages so that everyone starts singing yeah, different ev- things ev- everything's contradictory
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a, every hymn book has got a, the yeah. hymns on different
1: pages We'll now read from page 27 <laughs> of Razzle <laughs> and now <laughs> read Hym, his wife's summer special. Hymn
0: 37 from the book of Viz oh, Razzle if you'd like to turn to page seven and eight, if they're stuck together, page eleven will do. <laughs> uh, oh, do, you,
2: do you remember when the only pornography you could get was in print form? <laughs> Actually, not only that, but as a as a
0: child, the only place I could find porn was stuffed into bushes.
2: Yeah, or yeah, just torn Why up did in
0: parks. People do that? I, it's weird, isn't it? I used to find. I used to get my porn at local hedgerow. Yeah, yeah, it just stuffed oh, into I've bushes just, or
1: torn up. I've just realized guys that we've actually robbed the future of an important tool
0: yeah finding porn in hedges
1: we we we, we've forgotten that we were the ones that later on had to repeat the favor do you
0: think that was some sort of some sort of cult movement it's like the group of men throughout england just went right as we get into maturity we shall leave porn for our children
1: Giving something back yeah? in the
0: local bush. The nearest
2: the nearest I got <laughs> in the local bush um <laughs> the nearest I got to porn when I was younger was my, my aunt's book uh, Joy of Sex. Do you remember that book? I've the heard Joy of, of sex. it. I've never seen Have it. you seen the illustrations inside?
1: I have not, no. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get
2: off to that. <laughs> it's and hard pulling it off to that I'll tell you. Have you ever read an erotic <laughs> novel? I have not. No, because I'm not female.
1: Well it, yeah, okay. Me either. <laughs> You are the most female of all of us.
2: <laughs> so you're, say, you're saying we've robbed future generations by not chucking our porn back in the bushes for them to find. Exactly. You do realise this generation can just look on their phone and pull up all manner of disgusting pornography. That's true. Like, in the splits. We can do it right now. Do you want me to do it right now? No. I'm not familiar with the concept. <laughs> Siri, look up the most horrendous porn ever. That was a picture of my mum.
0: What other things do you feel like we have. The, the interest. Look, the, the, the whole um, losing porn in the. not finding porn in bushes is definitely yes to you. Can you thing. stop saying bushes? Sorry. In, well, it's, it there was, were bushes in bushes, bushes at that point. And, bushes, bushes in, in bushes. bushes. It
2: yeah. was proper bush back then as well. A, a bird in the hand is
0: worth two in the bush. <laughs> apparently so. <laughs> uh,
2: and apparently uh, a bush in the hand makes you president of the United States.
0: What other things? <laughs> Are our future generations missing out on that we like the pleasure the simple pleasures in life that they will never experience as a result of the technological boom that they're currently looking at? Libraries. Leg warmers. There's lots of things that I think I we've lost Cockrock. There was a brief <laughs> influx of it from the dar- the darkness. But we have I lost hated
1: the darkness.
0: Oh, I didn't hate them. I didn't mind them. They've been around for over twenty years now.
1: Well, they were around for about a year, and that was nineteen years ago.
0: We've lost the big hair and spandex. That's um, all gone.
1: We've lost sneaking into the cinema to see a movie. Oh, Phil and I have
0: lost breaking into yeah, breaking into Cheson Cheson World of Avengers, of Avengers. Yeah, or zoo, as it was yeah, back then. Breaking in, <laughs> going you through steal the whole fence. No, but what we used to. So, for, so when you can go on the rides for free. So here's okay, an interesting fact. So obviously, we've mentioned this before. Phil and I went to the same school, which was called Fleetwood School in Chesington, down Garrison Lane. It's now Chesington Community College because they closed Fleetwood because it had such a bad reputation. And then they put a new sign outside, and oh, reputation restored. Um, and Actually, it was true story. And nice. it was what a quarter of a mile from the gates of Chesington Water if, if or Chesington Zoo, is it was. Yeah, right if then. that. And we used to do uh, cross country runs on Winnie Hill, which is an old Druid worship ground, which. Chessington Water Adventures is built on so we'd leave the school and we'd go up the Winnie Hill Lane up to the to the top of the hill and you'd run along the fence of Chessington Water Adventures which was one of the many routes we all used to know so well that any time we wanted to go in to Chessington Water Adventures or the zoo as it was Mm. uh, we had many entrances the easiest one to get through, I think the one that was most well known by the local urchins, was the one in the coach park.
2: Yes, behind the bush, there, where with where the that, scattered pornography. That, where, yes, <laughs> yeah. nice. the,
0: and, and it used to bring you out right behind the gorilla enclosure.
2: Yeah, not in the gorilla enclosure. Behind it. Yeah, behind it. Right yeah. behind it. So yeah. if you,
0: there was a little low wall in the coach park, and if you walked to the end of it, it went inwards. And if you walked in to the bushes, there was an entire eight-foot fence panel missing.
1: Nice.
0: So I worked... Could the gorilla work?
1: get out?
0: No. But I'm going to tell you a story about a whole... Right, so they have this code thing, right, at Chesnall's World Adventures. If... And I'm sure they've got this at any Two Swords Park or any theme park or any... Anywhere where there's wild animals. Uh, they have a code... And at Chessington World Adventures back in 1990... Uh, Something. Yeah, two, I might want to say. I can't remember when I worked there, but they had a... The code was Livingston. So if you heard the code, Livingston is in Circus World or in Dragon River or whatever, um, you knew that one of the animals had got loose and your job as a member of staff, i um, was one of the ride staff, was to get all of your customers to the nearest enclosed building, which was either the cafeterias or the adventure house, or um, if you were near something like the fifth dimension, do you remember the fifth dimension? Yeah, oh, What a terrible ride that was, or, or <laughs> Professor Burp's Bubble Works or whatever that, you could get people inside the building. Was they it would,
1: a regular occurrence? No,
0: it never happened. It happened once in the time that I worked at Chesney World Adventures, And hilariously, it was somebody who was, who was brand new, they were on their second day, and somebody had made the mistake of giving them a walkie-talkie. And we suddenly heard the call, Livingston is in Circus World. And I was in Circus World. And and my priority was to get customers to the local, whatever the nearest, I can't even remember what the building was. But instead, I locked myself in the ride. <laughs> <laughs> because no way I was going to go out there. I was only about 19 or something. With a leopard. Anyway, as it turns out, it was about four minutes and there were helicopters headed. We could hear sirens and, and, um, uh, and obviously somebody had called the switchboard, they called the police and the fire brigade and the ambulances and whatever. And the whole of the world was descended upon Cheson's Warner Adventures, only to discover that the guy had seen a peacock. <laughs> Come on, tell us your complaint.
1: Well, it is a complaint and I think the viewers at home need to hear Listeners, about your behaviour last week on our um, sober podcast <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't very sober. <laughs> I tell you, the <laughs> so, mess
0: the mess was bad.
1: At the end of the evening, um, what was it about, midnight? It we, was. It was, actually. It was pretty midnight. close to midnight, it, it yeah. Was 25 yeah.
0: past, something like yeah, that. I
1: mean, it may be a different time when you're listening or f- watching it at home, but um, for us, it was midnight.
0: Would you like me to get the text up and tell me what time the taxis arrived?
1: So, no, no, you no. booked two taxis, very kindly. Yes. And... Um, you and Phil were heading off in the direction that you live, and I was heading off in the direction that I live. And as luck would have it, your taxi turned up first. That wasn't luck. <laughs> and you guys jumped into the taxi and left me outside the chicken shed. Yep. In pitch dark. Yep. Freezing cold. Yep. And I'm thinking, crikey, if my taxi doesn't turn up, I don't even know how to explain where I am.
2: Now, funnily, when, as we went down the road... The guy that was coming to pick you up didn't know where to go. And because we were drunk, we didn't for one second think to misdirect him. <laughs> oh, no, know. Actually, actually, so... You actually sent him to the right place? Oh, it was
1: only a couple of minutes that I was there. Yeah, actually, I've, I didn't feel very happy.
0: It's very dark out the front. Yeah, it isn't is it very just? Dark. Yeah, we've just put we've just put. Um, I actually we could have watched you because I've got the I've got the mobile link to all oh, the CCTV. That would have been funny. We've got infrared CCTV, which is really really good. It's four K CCTV and infrared on around the whole
1: building. So oh, we, well, could have, I we could probably should have turned around when I went for a wee. Then we could have, well,
2: wow. Oh, I'm so going to go back. That's and all right. I now. Still won't see anything.
1: <laughs> 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 the it thing was gold. <laughs> was, I mean,
2: it's four K. It's not that good.
0: Did you notice me get slightly quiet with about 10 minutes to go on Friday?
1: Well, um, you, you weren't sneezing.
0: No, I'll tell you what happened. We we had, we had ordered a couple of pizzas. Yes. And uh, for whatever reason, with about 10 minutes to go, I felt my stomach rumble and I had to start clenching.
1: <laughs> Was this before or <laughs> after you'd booked the taxi? This is after
0: we'd stopped <laughs> recording, which is why the clearing up really didn't get done because... I was thinking, I've either got, I, I didn't want to run to the loo in case the taxis
1: turned up. <laughs> oh right? dear. This is a horrible set of mathematical equations, you're It doing was bad.
0: And, and, and I'm thinking, because I've got a tech standard taxis uh. on the way. So I reckon I'll be able to hold out until I get into my house. And it was one of those where, um, firstly, I let the taxi drop me off at the library when I should have made him take me to my house. Because <laughs> I, and then thinking, I'm going to run for Lou. And then realizing that running. Inadvertently unclenches you, and so right. actually the only course of action was to moonwalk nice. towards my house. I was so crippled in pain in the the pain, the muscular clench pain. You know when you overuse muscles that you don't use very much.
2: No, I don't. I don't know what that feels like. Oh, I
0: do. <laughs> That's is- uh, I've had to start using my left hand. <laughs> <laughs> the point is, I got into my house. I think. When I came back downstairs ten minutes later, feeling refreshed and remarkably was buoyant, it a, was it like a B fifty two carpet bombing? Was it? Oh, the back door was open. The cats were outside. Open the, the Bombay the doors. Floor. It was ridiculous. Oh, Bombs
2: my- away, chaps! <laughs> Dan Busters music playing in the background. <laughs> no,
0: it was like shitting through the eye of a needle. Oh.
2: oh. <laughs> Honest no. to God, it was it's like... like a, that band from the 80s, Squitty Politics. Re-
0: <laughs> I renamed my arse Karcher. Isn't that? Isn't <laughs> like isn't that a that moment washing? of
1: relief, though, when you do get to the bathroom after needing it for a while? Just, you could be so depressed Why and unhappy. a good bout and of, and of pebble of dashing?
0: Have you noticed, though, that in those circumstances, we've all been there... In those circumstances, Many times. at the point when you get to the bathroom, the pain becomes unbearable. It's like a threshold thing. Mm. It's like you know you have to climb over an electric fence with your tongue hanging out, <laughs> being sprayed water on yourself, in order to get to the relief, right? And I find that my hands stop working. And you get to the toilet and you just… You can't undo your trousers. No, nothing. <laughs> it's just the worst. <laughs> it's the worst thing. It is the worst thing. And, the t- and you've got to time the drop. Yeah, you start, you've, got you to start, t- you've got to time the unclench. The worst, the worst I've ever had with that was I, I, was, in, I was caught short in a factory in China My, and back in the early days. Um, were there any Chinese parkies there? This is, before, yeah, <laughs> this is before I had three-legged thing. This is one I just had at Elemental. Um, the factories back then weren't really used to Western custom. They were still, it was still a growing economy. They were still building that sort of base, that relationship thing, that whole face-to-face stuff going on. And uh, most of the factories had that, what I can only describe as a hole in the floor nice toilet you know the mm. ones yeah. oh my god and the first time i got short in the factory and I had to use one of them i ended yeah. up just shitting onto the back of my jeans <laughs> lovely I actually, if i'd have had a elasticated <laughs> waistband it'd have flown back up i think <laughs> it, it,
2: look, I, I i suffered a similar experience when we went to tunisia on holiday on holiday last year uh, uh, did you say oh, on holiday. Holiday, holiday, holiday holiday easy for you to say uh, holiday um and uh we we were driving across the across the Sahara desert in a coach that didn't have a toilet and I'd eaten a bit of the local food that didn't Ooh. disagree, that didn't agree with me. And it was quite uncomfortable. The, the feeling that you, I, I understand the feeling you're talking about because um, I was, I experienced that feeling for about three hours. Oh God. Sat and we stopped in the middle of the salt flats in Tunisia. I don't know if you, any of you guys have been there. Uh, no. there's, there's basically a road across the salt lakes. Right. Okay. Where they film Star Wars. And um, and can only be described as a tin shack with a, with a toilet in it. it. Had a toilet in it. It wasn't plumbed in though. It was just sat on the ground. Yeah, yeah, of course. with a hole in the bottom. And it yeah. just flashed, Yeah, and then just tipped water down it. Yeah. And uh, I, I can remember because as I, we were near the near the back of the bus, so as people had got off, other people needed to use the toilet. So being a a nice Brit who waits in line, I was clenching, as you can imagine. And um a couple of teenagers were in front of me and they looked at the toilet and went, Man, that's fucking minging. I ain't going for a piss in there to which I barged past them going, Fucking get out of the way <laughs> Here she blows <laughs> <laughs> And it and it was it's one of those things where you you got you got a balance on a filthy toilet that everyone's taken a shit on and it's never been wiped off. Yeah. Whilst Propping the door shut with your foot. Yes. Nice. I always like that. <laughs> Whilst using your other foot to balance so you, your ass doesn't touch the hundred years of fecal matter. One hand on each wall. One hand on each wall to try and support the weight while you're shitting a mother load yeah. and, uh, and, and everything's coming out red hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I experienced the salt flats. I had a lovely experience. The,
0: the, mm-hmm. I think the, the worst position I've ever been in with that wasn't... I got caught short when I had company. In a hotel room. <laughs> when you say company, it's it was um, company. I had a was young, it a lady, it was a lady, a lady friend. It was it was, was,
2: it, it was it was a lady friend. Would um, she? Did she love you long time? No. Sucky, sucky, five dollar. Oh. No. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, that's where we're going. No. That's you exactly what that, I took you said. Yeah. You said you had company in a hotel room. What does that say to you? No. Well, if well, I'd have said to you, I had company in a hotel room once.
0: Oh I just I was entertained ashamed. in a in a hotel room. Anyway, look the point is
2: <laughs> the point
0: is, um I was in a hotel room with a, a young lady who Oh I, so <laughs> who I was trying to suitably impress. Yeah, not a hooker. Oh right, okay. She was a classy bird. Somebody I knew, yeah. Escort. Anyway. The point being, my stomach suddenly went and it was that whole kind of Vesuvius, I have lava in my <laughs> anus moment. <laughs> and i don't know how to dispose of it and so i'm Wait, like you, i need to you i'm going to
2: dispose of it i'm going to yeah
0: well i need to go to the bathroom i'll just go and close the glass door <laughs> By the way, not even a glass door. A glass it's almost like a glass saloon door. Yeah, it, a glass like a door foot of, at the bottom. Right. A glass door that's
2: not sealed from the environment. <laughs> Absolutely. How
1: effective was it as an acoustic barrier Oh Dan? dear God. And
0: and, and yeah. They might as well have given me a crystal toilet for the for the for the reverberation. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to oh my God. Um, and I'm trying to think what I can do and you turn on every tap. <laughs> Um, and in the end yeah. I put headphones in so I couldn't hear it
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually the worst thing for the kids now is do you know the one thing they don't get that we did album covers yeah it's there's nothing now I mean
1: album art is a dead artist it's
0: it? pictures of the artist now because there's absolutely no point doing album art because no one is buying albums I love well, they
2: don't, don't even put pictures of the artist on anymore sometimes they're just plain colours yeah, they're just like blue with it's the band's name on. It's such a shame because
0: we were, you know, you look at things like Storm Thorgerson's "Dark Side of the Moon" image is iconic. Um,
1: uh, uh, Appetite for Destruction's got a great album. Yeah, power.
0: who who did that? It was Andy Effix did. Um, I don't know Hysteria. Like Andy Effix did Hysteria.
1: <laughs> oh. Dan what is- Siri thinks everything you say is "Hey Siri." Okay,
0: hang on. Siri, what's the best album cover of all time?
2: It is All Time Greatest Hits, deluxe version.
0: By Neil Diamond? Fuck off! <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dan, Siri just goes through your recently listened to...
0: Hey Siri, what's your favourite music?
2: With all of Apple Music to listen to, everything's my favourite. To listen to her? To listen
0: to her? To listen to her? Have you got English Siri? I've got English Siri, but to listen to yeah, I've, I've got American. I've got English Siri. Why would you have no, American? Siri. I've got American Siri. Have you got, septic Siri, if you got sounds, septic Siri?
1: I've got American Siri.
0: Should we hear what Siri's latest joke is? We, do you reckon we'll all have the same joke if we ask her for the, tell us a bad so joke? So let
1: me ask American Siri, because I think American Siri sounds more racy. Hey Siri, tell me a joke. How many tickles does it
2: take to make an octopus laugh? Ten. Ten tickles.
1: That's terrible. That's shit.
0: That is appalling. Okay, let me try. Don't tra- upset
1: American Siri. Okay, let me try Let me try mine. Is it American Siri? Siri? Hey Siri, tell me a joke. What
2: do you call a talking dinosaur? Thesaurus.
1: That's
0: shitter. That's so bad. <laughs> hey Siri, tell me a bad joke.
2: I just realised it's been years since I did the hokey pokey. I guess I forgot what it's all about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: How did cool. we all just laugh at that? <laughs> I have got the best... I've got the funniest Siri.
2: I have got the funniest... <laughs> tell me a dad joke. Okay. On alert. My favourite film. Without a doubt, it's Mrs. Fire. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Siri... Tell me a dad joke.
2: A sloth walks into a bar, waves to get the bartender's attention, and says, I'll have... (laughs) a soda water. The bartender says, hey, why the long pause? Uh, I'm a sloth.
1: That's (laughs) really bad. Go on, dad joke. Hey, Siri. (laughs) Tell me a dad joke.
2: Two silkworms challenged each other to a race. It ended in a tie. (laughs)
1: That's so
0: bad. Do you, know what, do you know what American Siri sounds like? A robot? Female Stephen Hawking. Yeah, she
2: does. Don't be mean she to her. She sounds Siri. like
0: Stephen. F- it's the female no, Stephen no, she's Hawking. She's more racy. Well, it's,
2: uh, it's hardly surprising that the British Siri is better spoken, as it really Absolutely, yeah. It's got better elocution.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. American Siri for me. Because, you know, I spent time with Hang, seal hang on. Eight race.
0: He's, and he's got an eight plus. It might as well uh, be might as well be a speak and spell. Oh that oh that's um,
1: that's mean. <laughs> yeah.
0: It might as well be a speak and spell. Because speak it's and terrible. spell
1: reminds me of ET, and that film made me cry.
0: Why does speak and spell remind you of ET? ET? Didn't make me cry.
1: ET made this communication device out of a speak and spell. But he's left it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Is that him calling? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got rid of I got rid of my Samsung because the screen was broken. and You kept taking the piss out of me. I bought an iPhone. That's not why you got a, an Apple.
0: We weren't taking the piss out of you. You got an Apple because you hated the Samsung. I you did, actually, I didn't like it. You also <laughs> got extra kudos for smashing the screen on your Samsung because that's what I'd have done with it. Do you know the interesting thing? Do you it know would have taken me nine minutes, though, you not You would have nine done days. that after nine days. It, what's really sad is that Samsung make brilliant televisions, but their phones are just... Dog shit. yeah.
1: They sell far more phones than Apple, though. That's interesting, it's because they're cheaper. They, that's, well, they are yeah. quite a lot cheaper, aren't they? Yeah. Massively.
2: And that's a big factor. And they've Actually, also pretty much cornered the Asian marketplace. Plus, well, the, uh, 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 the you know,
1: Huawei, or however you say it. Huawei. 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 Huawei.
0: Actually, here's. Right, I'm going to drop a market. Hang on. There's something I wanted to talk about last show and the show before last, and we got distracted because. You mentioned Airwolf and I immediately went that is a dying art back when I was a kid the theme songs were all epic like you just didn't get my favorite one was the one that went seriously, Grange Hill. wow Grange Hill. Yeah. yeah. It's really? awesome. Just say no. What's your favorite theme tune?
2: Oh. Don't um, tell it. Don't say it. You got to sing it. Play it. Okay, it's probably um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: The full what? Guy. <laughs> Harry's game. <laughs> the, full guy? the full Guy. The Fool Guy was brilliant. What's yours, it Timothy? Was, I could be so good for you. Really oh, yeah. love, love you like you, like you want, want me to. There ain't nothing I can go through. Oh, <laughs> I'd be so good for you.
0: I hated the Sweeney. Do you know what's really interesting? <laughs> you were talking earlier about songs that remind you of certain things. And that song, I was 10. And I remember during the summer holidays, um, three friends of mine from school. So uh, John Penfold, who um, sadly died, he was stabbed to death in Woolworths in Teddington in 1994. It was By a the Pick and Mix. National. <laughs> what, well, the Pick and Mix were armed? <laughs> Not, stabbed to death
1: by Turkish it's not, delight yeah. it's
0: not, it was actually national news it was, uh, it was very sad but uh, John Penfold and Gary Agath and Sean Saunders and they used to come around my house and I remember dancing on our dy- and we used to put that record on over and over again we were dancing on my dining room table
1: what the Minder themed music yeah
2: a Dennis Waterman Dennis hit Waterman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah doesn't it just tell you that Dennis Waterman shouldn't make music <laughs> it, that was a great tune though it
0: can't sing though <laughs> it was a great tune I liked the Fall Guy you mentioned the Fall Guy And I really liked that just because the whole. I can't remember
1: the words. I'm the unknown stuntman. That was it, wasn't it? Makes the Eastwood look so funny. It is is
2: actually Lee Major's singing it. Is it? Yeah, it was,
1: yeah. Wow. Yeah. I always used to laugh at um, Little Britain when they had um, David Williams being Dennis Waterman and he was filmed so he looked incredibly tiny <laughs> uh, <laughs> he was like i've got yeah. an idea for another theme tune he's like I'll, I'll 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 write it and i'll sing the theme tune and uh, apparently was... dennis waterman hated that with an absolute unsurprisingly
0: there was a real boom of american um like tv programs but that had really iconic themes she's a Night rider
2: yeah, yeah. Night Rider, um, Airwolf, Blue Thunder. What was Night Rider? What
1: just Night Rider? Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fantastic. Baywatch. Baywatch was good. Yeah, that was a I good always, theme used tune to
1: watch that with the sound turned down <laughs> and that box of
2: tissues in your lap. <laughs> yeah, because you like David Hasselhoff. No, just script who doesn't made me cry? Who doesn't love the hot hey. script? Made me cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh no, there's someone just
0: about to drown. Um, Every week. Classic, classic theme tunes. Uh, Only Fools and Horses. Only Fools and Horses, yeah. Casualty.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The bill. The bill? No, actually, actually, we play a game in our house. I was in the bill. Um, I was in the bill. We play a game in our house when Casualty's on, which I call Casualty Bingo.
2: (laughs) Is that for like a broken leg, a stabbing...
1: Absolutely, but what you've got to do is, you know there's like the little backstories, like the mum's contact. getting the kids ready for school and they go out and yes. you think, yeah. oh, and the lorry, and the lorry driver's driving down the road. The lorry driver's driving down the road <laughs> taking more amphetamines because he's been working for 90 hours. <laughs> so what you've got to do in Casualty Bingo is you have to guess who's going to be injured and on a scale of <laughs> one to ten, how, how severe badly. that injury's going to be.
0: <laughs> the only film that's really really stood the test of time when it comes to doing things with technology and future is back to the future back to the Future, yeah. because the whole th- the brilliant thing about back to the future of course is the whole thing is set in the 80s mm. and so it still works now because it's still set in the 80s yeah and they go back to 1955 and it's set in 1955 and the only bit you can actually argue it doesn't, doesn't really 2015 work is it 2015 but that's supposed to be it's supposed
2: to be oh, futuristic it was right up wasn't it Which completely is the great
1: absolutely about it oh, that's,
2: yeah. that's like, that great comic strip that i sent to you guys with the uh, Doc and marty turn up in the real ni- 2015 yeah where's uh, the flying cars and he goes he goes uh, uh that's okay doc i'll just run away on on a hoverboard and he goes well we don't really have a hoverboard we got this thing that's got two wheels and he goes what
0: the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> very
2: funny genuinely the funniest bit of the whole thing that was very funny so it's not really a hoverboard it's just got two wheels we, we call it a hoverboard anyway <laughs> yeah very funny
1: i love back <laughs> to the future I, I i i didn't mind back to the future part two I'm not a fan of the third.
2: Oh, it's, I think
1: it's good in its own right. Yes, I do think I. it's um, the only bit I liked in it was ZZ Top.
0: There was there was a bit in two that I didn't like, and the bit in two I didn't like was the whole bit with the um, Biff Towers. Uh, yeah, but that was very cleverly done.
2: It because really it, cleverly it, done because you know it was it was creating a separate timeline. Yes, um, by meddling in the past, and that's everything that Doc had told Marty not to do. So Marty was then given a, a you know a demonstration on what damage could be caused by taking the Grey's Sports Almanac back in time.
1: Mm. Yeah, Back to the Future Part One, great movie, great music. yeah you don't I like? Just... You
2: don't like a DeLorean with white wall tires? What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's uh, true.
1: Didn't enjoy it. <laughs> didn't enjoy it at all. I tell you <laughs>
0: um, that cartoon you sent, the Back to the Future cartoon. I yeah. saw another one that um, that had if Breaking Bad was set in England. Um, yes. Well, and Walter one. White goes to the doctor you've got cancer. Oh my god, how am I gonna pay for the bills? Well, don't worry. It's all free. We'll cure you for free. <laughs> Treatment starts on Tuesday.
2: And no crystal meth was
0: involved. Uh, yeah. But the, the clip just ends there. <laughs> that's no. it.
2: You've been listening to Faces for Radio.
1: I've been Tim McEwen. I've been Danny
2: Lenahan. I've been Fucking
0: annoying. If <laughs> that's what you are, fucking annoying. Can't even do a close out. I want to go home.
1: I want to go home because I need a poo.
0: Are you clenching?
1: There's a certain amount of. <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you turtling? I don't want to unleash this in the offices of three legged Are thing. you crayoning? Um, turtling. Turtling? To
2: quote the great fat bastard, do you have a turtle head poking out? Ge- Get in my belly! Get in my belly! Get in my
1: belly! Have
0: you ever seen the video I've got of doing that impression? Yes. Get in my belly. Yeah, it's wrong. That? It's very funny. She was five.
1: <laughs> She's going, get in my belly! Well, we've been Faces for Radio. We have. I've been Tim McEwen. You've been rubbish.
0: I've been Danny Lenahan.
1: And you've been rubbish. And I've been Phil Close. Oh,
0: we talked over each other again. Yeah, you twat. Tim's fault.
1: Go. My fault? Yeah. Oh, fuck me. Well... Bend over, then. <laughs> <laughs> we've been Faces for Radio. Wait, which... wait, wait,
0: wait. Five. Four. four.
1: Well we've been Faces for Radio, in which I've been Tim McEwan.
0: I've been Danny Lenahan.
2: I've been Phil Close. Good night. <laughs>
1: Well, thanks for listening to Faces for Radio, in which I've been Tim McEwan.
0: And I've been Danny Lenahan.
2: And I've been Phil Close. Farewell. <laughs> Toro. <laughs> Laters. Farewell.
1: Well, it, it stopped you going, fairly Fare God thee bless. well, <laughs>
2: good fare, sir. Fare thee well. Fare thee well, good friends. Good night. And may you go warmly into the night. Twats. <hums>